Why don't they care? Don't they notice you're hurting? Do they have any empathy or compassion for you? Do they actually see you? Do they hear you? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. I wanted to start out this 101st podcast with another quote. And it reads like this. Chaste love is not love. If you have to run after it, talk it into staying, remind it of your value, fight alone for the both of you, issue ultimatums or test it. It's not love. It's not love. It's not happiness. It's not fair. It's not healthy. The only thing it is, it's a waste of your time. Think about it. Does your cluster B see you, hear you, and feel for you? And this has been a difficult issue for me because I find myself slipping back into a sense of complacency. When things are good, and we're talking about things being good, when my wife of almost 20 years has a pleasant day with me, if we do things a normal couple does, I quickly forget the horror that I'm living, the dysfunction that I'm living, the neglect, the just the complete, I guess on my wife's part, disregard for me. My wife is still getting what she needs from the relationship. I am certainly not. And by that, I mean, when you become a cluster B's supply, they will take and they will rarely give of themselves. They are takers by nature. So if they're giving, usually it's a veiled attempt to either hoover you or love bomb you. It's not really an intent to be part of your life, to create a happy, balanced relationship. It is most likely a ruse So for me, it's never been a hoovering situation. My wife has never tried to hoover me back. My wife has never tried to breadcrumb me. Uh, There's just nothing there. As I said before, my wife has discarded me and permanently done so. This goes back to what I've always said, and I always quote Renee Swanson. And if you have an opportunity, I know I tout her podcast. I have no financial interest in it or backing on it, but I will tell you, that you definitely should listen to it. You can certainly find it on most podcast platforms. But Renee Swanson, who is married to a covert narcissist, really spoke to me. And I hate to be repetitive. If you listen to previous podcasts of mine, I've talked about this. In fact, I talked about this in the 100th podcast. She basically said that there is no reconciliation. And by that, she means things will never be the same. The cluster B is not going to come back My cluster B won't. Is she a cluster B? No, she's not formally diagnosed. And I've told you that I'm reticent to use labels. I used to label my wife as BPD. Then I figured she was more of a covert narcissist. Well, what does it matter? What does it matter? Do labels give us some sense of comfort so I can say, okay, I know what's wrong with her and that's why she's being the way she's being. She's being the way that she's being because she is trying to, much like us, survive in this world. 
and she found an empath. She found somebody who she can use for her supply to get her through this world. This is why I've told you in previous podcasts, my wife doesn't see me. She doesn't see my needs. I'm her supply. I'm her normality. I'm somebody being her constant. She doesn't have to worry that she's going to come home and I'm going to lock her out of the house or that I'm going to cut her off from financial support. She doesn't have to worry about those things. You know, and I don't worry about those things. I don't have the cluster B, typical cluster B, who's leaving and coming back or disappearing or having multiple affairs, at least to my knowledge. Those are very extreme cases. And maybe in some cases they're not so extreme, but they just happen to other people. And so I can't relate to you on that. I can't say that my wife left, you know, and she disappeared for a week and then she came back and I asked her where she was and she told me that she was with somebody. That doesn't happen in my household. But it doesn't mean that my household is not dysfunctional. Cluster Bs come in many different flavors and types. They all exhibit different behaviors. This is why it is very difficult for us and it should not be upon us to diagnose them. We are wrong to do that. In fact, I find myself, I find myself actually when I listen to other podcasts of people of my nature talking as if they know, they know that their partner was a narc and I've been guilty of it too. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I've never said that, but actually it kind of makes me say, why am I saying that? Because I am not a licensed professional and even licensed professionals have difficulty discerning between borderline and narcissism or combinations thereof. So I think it behooves us not to sit here and say my narc, my borderline, I basically throw them under the cluster B umbrella, but even that may be a wrong assumption. If you are not getting the love and respect in your relationship, if you are being neglected and abused verbally, emotionally, or even physically, God forbid, then you are in an abnormal relationship. It doesn't matter. As I said, I think the titles, the labels, and if you haven't listened to my podcast, labels, 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 please do. We are very, we're perhaps too free in going out there and speculating, including myself. So I do lump together the fact that we talk about people who might be in the cluster B genre, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're just abusive people. Maybe they're just toxic people. You don't necessarily have to have a personality disorder to be abusive to somebody. It happens each and every day. But the difference lies in the fact that it's continued, that they take no notice of it. They take no onus of it. My wife, if I ever sat down and said, I think, you know, you've really neglected me. I think you've abused me. She would darvo on me. She would reverse it. She would become the consummate victim. It wouldn't be about me. She wouldn't sit there and say, why do you feel that way? Let's talk about it. Let's explore it. This is the distortion. This is the dysfunction. So if you're not being seen, heard, if you're not being given the love and respect you deserve, you are in a dysfunctional, unhealthy relationship. And it doesn't matter whether the abuser is a borderline, a narcissist, a psychopath, somebody with histrionic personality disorder. It doesn't matter. You're just not happy. They found you. They've attached themselves to you. And now you are confused and wondering, what am I doing? I was for many, 
many years. Some of us take longer than others. And for me, it was basically almost two decades of being confused and wondering what was going on. Was it my fault? And I find myself sometimes, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I find myself slipping back into that genre because that's what's comfortable for me. I start questioning myself. Really, could it be that she has a problem? Well, yeah, she does. Because let's think about the one thing I always talk about in a lot of my podcasts over the last year, the fact that my wife got up, left the bedroom in a fury over a year ago, and she never came back. She may as well have gone and left the house. That's not normal, and I know that for a fact. It's not my fault. It would be nice if she was a rational human being to come back and say, hey, you know what? I miss you. But you know what? This is the billboard. This is the message that I get. And now because I'm out of the fog and out of the confusion and out of the denial, I read the message and I receive it very clearly. One has to ask oneself if somebody is not willing to try to make or change their behaviors so that they can have a decent relationship with you a reciprocal relationship, then they truly don't care. So if you're in a relationship where you're beating your head against the wall saying, hmm, maybe if I just do this or I do that, or maybe if I stick it out, maybe because I take my marriage vows very seriously till death do us part, maybe if I change, maybe if I shape shift myself, that person will love me. They will show me the respect and desire that I'm looking for. And I have to tell you that at least in my experience, that will never happen. That will never happen for me. I've told you this in previous podcasts. It's a very sad analysis of my relationship, but it's a accurate one. And even though it hurts and it hurts every single day, I understand the path I am on. And I say to you, look at what path you're on. Think about it. Do you see yourself with that person two months from now, two years from now, 20 years from now? Do you? Is this what you want? And are you happy? Be honest with yourself if you can't be honest with them. And that takes a big step in your path to healing. Trust me, I've been there and I'm living it. You have to start with yourself. You only have control over yourself. You can't fix what you didn't break. You can't make them whole again. You can't make them love you. It won't happen no matter what you do with your emotional and or financial resources. You can't continue to pour yourself into them thinking that they will Reflect it back to you. Won't happen. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Always enjoy hearing from you. Thank you for giving me this platform for 101 podcasts. It's been a journey and the journey continues. Choose your path and follow it. Don't deviate from it. And if that path is to stay with this person, then understand why you're staying with this person. Define your reasons. If not, think about how you can define other reasons and come up with different plans for your future because you deserve it. You do.
Don't think that you don't. You do. You've done enough. Now think about how somebody can do something for you for a change. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. New episodes uploaded 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Fridays. Be well, and whatever you do, be good. Till next time, this has been My Inner Torch. <laughs>